Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 305 DGS. Let's see, let's see. We have to talk about Hardee's. Uh, Every year for the past five years, this is year six, we partner with Hardee's and we raise money for Operation Food Search. They do two basic things. They, uh, and this isn't a holiday thing, it's, it's increased uh, over the holidays because there's more of a need. And, and let's face it, I mean, the holidays suck if you can't, you know, put food on the table, right? And so they feed people, thousands and thousands and thousands of people around the St. Louis metropolitan area. And then they do the backpack program where kids who are uh, food insecure, fancy word for saying hungry, we give them a backpack on Fridays with enough food to cover them and all of their siblings. Each one of those costs $250 for the year. So if you were to donate 250 bucks, you know, you're person with some money or, or a company or something, you donate $250, you're gonna, going to fund a, a child for the entire year, uh, all the weekends. That's pretty damn cool. Uh, all we ask is that you go to your local Hardee's, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. If you give a dollar, they'll give you the new DGS Christmas sticker, which I designed all by myself with no help from Rachel. Uh, you can also give more than that. They can do it right there at the, uh, the cash register. You can also round up. And then uh, what else? That's about it, right? Then on uh, December 15th, we'll do a live show out at uh, Hardy's in uh, Mid-Rivers. We'll be selling you some brand new DGS t-shirts with a brand new logo. Uh, I think that's it. Also, if you want to see me uh, dressed like one of uh, the Joker's henchmen today, you can go to Facebook. Uh, Ranj found a, a logo version of the henchman, and I look exactly like him. So that's a fun. A Lego henchman. What did I say? Logo. A logo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were a Lego one in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. you. Logo. Lego yeah, logo. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. have the exact same outfit on. Yeah. It's pretty it's, great. It's, it's crazy. uncanny. Yeah. You got to put the little captions above it like, biff, boom, and I, The thing is, I knew I hated my outfit. I just put it on today. It's like, oh, it's going to be 70 degrees, but it's going to be cold in the studio. And then I got here. I'm like, I look stupid. I don't know what flavor of stupid <laughs> I, I look. You look stupid, I though. Stupid. If that no, helps. You, you look, look totally stupid. normal. Don't. I don't. I well, you're like, wearing a sweatshirt and I jeans. I look like I'm fighting Robin. Um, <laughs> and so, so that's on Facebook. <laughs> What else? I think that's it. What oh, else? Dave Murray, the uh, yeah. winter forecast is in about 20 minutes. Stay away to Kevin. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, this is going to turn into something other than what it sounds like at the beginning. But did you see uh, Clay Travis? I did. What he said yesterday. Yeah. He said, he, this is a direct quote. He said, I feel confident I could do Joe Biden's job. So what he's saying is, I feel confident that I, 
as a member of the media who started a bro company about sports, which, by the way, is very successful. He's a successful guy. I've got no qualms about that. But that means I could be the head of the free world and be the leader of the United States of America, which is a weird take. Uh, but I think a lot of people think that because you're like, all right, if I'm surrounded by... I think a lot of stupid people think that. Yes, yes. And I'm, I'm sure I'm some smart ones too. I'm a fairly well-educated, successful guy myself. I don't think I could be the president. No, Not you got to have... Minute. Yeah, I mean, I would say you got to have policy experience. But then again, you know, Trump didn't. But he did have a big corporation that he ran and had a lot of responsibility. So running an operation is something he's done. So I don't know if that matters or not. But either way, that wasn't the part that struck me because that part's obviously goofy. Okay. Uh, but he said, I'm also 100% confident that Joe Biden couldn't do a live three-hour radio show every day. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, first of all, you're comparing yourself as a 44-year-old experienced radio guy to an 80-something-year-old dude who's never done it? Why would wh- – I'm sure you could kick Joe Biden's ass too. Who cares? Right. Like – if you asked, could Joe Biden at age 44, had he put his time into being a radio host, could he have done it? Probably. Wasn't one of his great strengths when he was younger <laughs> that he was a communicator, a talker, a guy that could go out on the campaign and convince people? I don't think those two things are too separate, right? They're not. That's dumb. It's such a weird thing, though. Like, you know what? This thing that I do every day, I'm really awesome at. I bet the guy that's never done that couldn't do it. Yeah, I bet he couldn't no go in kidding. and make donuts or... <laughs> Cook at Capitol Grill either. It's the mm-hmm. dumbest take in the world. But it made me think of something else. So I wanted to do that because I think that's ridiculous. But is there, a, and I want to say this, not a like not a regular job, but is there a big job? Whatever you qualify as a big job. Like for me, it would be, could you be a front office person in baseball? Is there a job like that that you think you could do given a little bit of run up? Like you get some experience, you got the support around you, you could do. And it's, not, again, not saying you could do it tomorrow, but with some lead up, given your skills, given your talents, what could you do in that level? Oh, I have a, I have an infamous one from my past. Uh, Andrew, were you on the show when I did this about the uh, the bobsled team? Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> bobsled team. Yeah, Wait, like what? Maybe ten, twelve years ago. So I would have been like what in my early forties. I, I won Olympic winter Olympic year. I mm-hmm. said I'm. 100% positive that if I trained for a month, I could be the middle guy on the bobsled team. <laughs> the middle guy. <laughs> like, I'm pretty strong. I'm pretty fast. I was younger then. Trained for a month. I can run real fast for 10 yards, jump in a sled, and bend down. <laughs> People went ape crap. Yeah, yeah. They, they were did. so mad. Yeah. They were yeah. so mad. Yeah, I'm sure bobsledders were probably like, the I most mad. I didn't say I could throw the discus. <laughs> <laughs> I just said I could, I could ride on a roller coaster. Uh, <laughs> the decades of training. And you're like, he's not even doing anything. <laughs> he's just running real fast and then bending over. What about yeah, now? No, I, and I agreed with you then. Yeah, I, I, was, could, I think you could. Do I don't it. mean that. I mean just <laughs> something else. Um, It's a good question. Someone else go first. Mm. Well, I'm no Clay Travis. Uh, I do not think that I could be the president of the United States, no. but I think I could work. Oh, thanks, Wheels. <laughs> no. I... no. That's a little fast. No, you no. absolutely could nope. not. Uh, but but I... By the way, I'm in the no category also. <laughs> I think I could work on the president's staff and do a pretty good job. Yeah. I think I could handle that level of like stress and like, yeah. you know, just keeping things organized. And I think I could maybe do a little bit better job of a couple of people who are mm-hmm. currently working in that position. Mm-hmm. Tell you the job I could do in that area would be the spokesperson mm. press secretary <laughs> yeah, totally for like a week yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it's not gonna last very long but i can handle it 
<laughs> Dude, that's a stupid question. What's wrong with you? You'd be like Melissa McCarthy's impression of, uh, what was his Sean name? Spicer. Sean Spicer. Yeah. No, you know why I would get fired? This is the truth. Because I couldn't, I don't think I can handle somebody saying something crazy and not arguing with them. And like, because they always want to push everything off. Okay, no more questions. I'm like, hey, we can do this for four hours. I do it four hours every day on the radio. I don't know. I can do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying well, but I can do it. What Andrew? about you, Andrew? Uh, I would be the greatest bag man in the history of uh, presidential, the White House. The bag man. Yeah. What's the bag, bag man do? The guy that's moving the money around. You know, here's a bag of money. No, not like that kind of bag man. The, oh. Uh, you know, the body man, the guy who's like, uh, I like Dave, if you're the president, I would uh, carry your stuff for you. Like my you valet. And, oh, like, oh, like Tony Hale and Veep. Yeah, exactly like Tony <laughs> Hale and Veep. I would remember, I know I have a great memory. I'm attentive. I love making people happy. All right. I would be able to remind you when, when you see a person, I would be able to go, hey, this, don't forget you know, this is that you, guy. You actually would be really good at that. That reminds me, the other night when I was watching my presidential show, the the nuclear football Y'all know what that is, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the, the, there's always a guy with the president, no matter where he goes, since Kennedy, that has a black satchel that has the nuclear football. And I always thought, maybe I'm stupid. Maybe people are going to roast me for this. I always thought it was a machine, that there was some sort of little, like, enigma-looking machine yeah. that they could flip it and go, but launched. It's just a whole bunch of books. Yep. Oh, and, really? And, and it has, like, all the different scenarios. And then it has a bunch of codes, oh. and then the president carries something called the biscuit, and it's just like a mm. three by five index card laminated that has his daily codes, and it's on his person. Okay. And so let's say that President Biden, for some reason today, had to launch a, a nuclear strike. They would open up the the satchel. They would go through. <laughs> okay, here's a limited strike. Here's the launch. Everything we have. Um, give me your codes of the day. He'd pull the biscuit out. He'd say it's five nine six. Sir, four, it's time five, to six. grab the biscuit. And and then they would launch. You know, Joe has lost that a couple times. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's misplaced that. Uh, uh, you know who lost it? It's only happened one time. W. When, when Reagan got shot. Oh. When oh, Reagan wow. got shot, it flew out and landed on the street, oh. and a Secret Service agent found it and grabbed it. Good. Oh. Holy crap. Yeah, I I always pictured that too. I pictured like you know the you put one key in and then somebody else yeah, puts that's another key in and they turn at the same time. I was a little disappointed when I found out it wasn't. I, yeah, I, I was. Too. I was. I, it wasn't that long ago that I found out that same thing that you did. I mean, it was. I thought for most of my life it was. <laughs> I thought it was shaped like a football too. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I feel less dumb now. Yeah, no, oh, sorry. Glad I could help. Well, who's writing out the scenarios? That's what interests me. Where it's like you're the one telling the president what to like. Who is making those old generals? Yeah. I would assume. Generals and probably a joint, oh, joint chiefs. Maybe. Mm-hmm. How often are those codes changed? Do we know daily? Yeah, like all the codes. Like the satchel is. No, I. Those are the scenarios. And oh, then there's okay. one sheet of paper that has the codes. And then they, they have the codes, and yes. then he has the codes that are changed mm-hmm. every day. And uh, when President Trump was in China... Th- China. 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 One of the like Secret Service agents for China basically uh, r- got ugly with the guy carrying the nuclear football. And uh, ran up on him and kind of bodied him, and the Secret Service agent threw him down. Boom. Threw him re- on the ground. I think I remember when this was in the news. Mm-hmm. Boom. Oof. I'm a little surprised that someone hasn't tried harder to get it. I mean, I'm sure that they have a scenario for that, though. I'm yeah. sure the other Secret Service people there would shoot that person. Yeah. The satchel. Did you guys see the story that uh, 
Joe Biden's granddaughter's Secret Service detail, which I didn't know grandchildren got that, uh, saw a car being hijacked, uh, carjacked and fired at the person. I thought they were trying to break into the Secret Service. Okay, vehicle. that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Mm. D- isn't that what you saw, Andrew? Yeah. Because I know you saw the story, yeah, too. Yeah, they were in, like, the Secret Service vehicle, and they, they think it may have been something as small as, like, an attempted carjacking. Yeah. Just kind of grabbed the Picked wrong the wrong car. car. And Naomi Biden was in there with Secret Service Speaking agents. Speaking of carjacking, did you see the humiliating story over the weekend that a college basketball team, I believe, yes. stopped at the Arch to take uh, a photo, and uh, someone started stealing the stuff out of their car? Took all their uniforms. Oh, wow. Welcome to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Well, you yeah, know, pretty Louis, embarrassing. St. Louis is infamous for touring bands, and there are a lot of bands and labels that like to avoid the city of St. Louis because there it is an epidemic, as I understand it, of like uh, gear getting stolen. So, like when you park your van outside of a venue or whatever, or you park it at a, at a motel or wherever it is that you're staying, St. Louis is infamous for yes. for break-ins and having gear stolen. Is it always been this way? That's a good Great question. Great question. Oh. Like, when did we get this reputation? <sighs> I, we should look into that. Yeah, I mean, I mean it I've, seems I've like it's just known, been gradually going that way. I've mm-hmm. always known of the city as kind of a risky place to be since I was, you know, 18, so 15 years ago or whatever. Some of that, having been in, I mean, like, the only places I've ever lived have been either in or near big cities, right? Just outside of Detroit, Miami, in Miami, just outside of Chicago, and then here. I live just outside but work downtown. That's always kind of how people feel. It's like, oh, going in the city scary. Sometimes it's more true than others. Um, but right now, it's much more true here than it's been yeah. that I can remember. Yeah. Uh- Welcome back, guys. DGS 223 at the bottom of the hour. Dave Murray's winter forecast. Uh, right now, we welcome Tina in, who's one of the uh, partners at Master. I've been telling you guys about. Good to see you again. Hi. Um, we're just talking about having a family business, working with your brother, and like we're waiting for some real juicy stories, but unfortunately you guys get along, so. <laughs> we do. No entertainment there. We do get along. He's awesome. So this is a technical business, and as you know from listening to my lives, I've approached it as a dumb guy, which I am when it comes to anything technical, uh, but since we have a smart person here, get into a little more detail about anything you want. We can talk about the cloud-based phone system. We can talk about... Uh, making sure that you don't come up as a robocall or a scam likely call, right? So mm-hmm. anywhere you want to go. Well, of course I want to talk about the business first, mm-hmm. but I also have some really good information to share with people good. about the robocalls. But uh, y- you talk about it so well, Dave. You know, we're here to be the experts for business, small businesses that need to do something different with their communication systems. Maybe they've ha- they have an old system that's out of date, Maybe it doesn't offer the latest and greatest in features. Maybe they want their workers to have flexibility that they can't give them with their existing system. You don't have to be a technological expert to give us a call because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And um, the whole world has changed since the pandemic, and this is really the way of the future yeah. for small businesses, and that's what we do. So for people somewhere between you and me on the technical scale, what can it do that their phone system right now can't? Well, if people have a legacy phone system, um, the cloud PBX service allows them to use a mobile app on their cell phone and separate their personal life from their business life on their cell phone. You know, you had a lot of entrepreneurs out there who started their business using a cell phone because buying telephone lines was expensive, right? So all of a sudden, all their customers have their cell phone number. Well, this allows you to 
start giving people your own phone number that's separate from your personal cell phone number and take that call just like you're sitting in your office on your cell phone. Yeah. There's also soft phones, so you can have a phone loaded up on your laptop, take it to Panera Bread if you need to be able to work on the road, and make calls with a headset plugged into your laptop. Yeah. So if you're working in a hotel or traveling around the country, you know, it's just flexibility to work from anywhere. And I know when we met, the first time I asked, well, what's the next evolution? And there will be something, but you said this is as high-tech as it gets pretty much. Well, the beautiful thing about it is you future-proof your business, right? Because this is a subscription service. They do updates all the time. You don't have to update your system because they're pushed automatically to you on a nightly basis or a weekly basis. Whenever there's an update available, it gets pushed overnight to all the users. So people are paying to ensure that they have the highest quality. Yep. Latest and greatest. Now, sometimes there are some features that cost a little bit of extra if you and they're incremental onto your bill. And if it's a feature you need and use, and it's you know provides you an ROI yeah. on your investment, then you do it. But for the most part, you fix your costs, and the only time your costs go up is if you add users, which gotcha. usually means your business is growing, which is a good thing. And let's talk a little bit about the surveillance. Okay. Better technology, lower price. Yes. Um, you know. If you watch a lot of Law and Order, you've probably seen, you know, the the scenes in those shows where they'll show video surveillance and you can barely see what's yeah. going on in it. The IP cameras nowadays and um, also the use of AI technology um, and the ability to search. So let's say you got <clears throat> the police come by your business and they say, yeah, we have a suspicious vehicle that's roaming the neighborhood. Do you have cameras? We, it's a white sedan, and you can pull up every single time just by searching little criteria every time a white sedan passed by your That's business. That's crazy. Um, That's it's, crazy. It's crazy. Or, hey, do you have, do you, did you pick up a guy walking down the street in a red sweatshirt and a blue baseball cap? And you can go in and search the database of video. I mean, that's how awesome it is. And it's less expensive than right. those old crappy cameras yeah. used to be. Oh, that's great. Back in the day, like with televisions, yeah. And, and so the the robocall thing, talk about that. Your tips for people. So um, this actually happened to me this morning, which was amazing. We had a customer call in, and he needed a call back, and I was calling him on his cell phone, and he said, "Oh, I almost didn't answer you because it says scam likely." Um, so this is happening to businesses constantly. I was calling for my business phone number. And it is basically because the FCC has put has put in some new regulations that are technical, and I don't want to get into all the technicality behind it, but they're trying to minimize the robocalls that businesses that are bad actors out in the marketplace are able to get to your phones. Mm-hmm. Mostly cell phones was the biggest problem. Like people's cell phones were ringing all day yeah. from scammers. So there were some new regulations put into effect, and... There's no national database of good numbers, so good, legitimate business phone calls are getting caught up as scam likely, mainly by cell phone carriers, and there are a couple things you need to do proactively if that's happening to your business, and we get calls from customers every day that it's happening to. So there's two websites that this costs you nothing except a little bit of time to do it that you can go to to register your telephone numbers, and if you're selling, if you're sending out the number as your caller ID, whether it's a, a individual employee's DID number or your main business number, you need to register all of those. 
And the websites are freecallerregistry.com and calltransparency.com. So <clears throat> that'll handle most of your small businesses. If you're a legitimate company that does a lot of business by phone and you make a lot of outbound calls, um, you may need more help gotcha. to take care but of it's your... it's a good first step. So there is a site, there's a third party that you can get involved called callerIDreputation.com that may be able to help you if you're a larger business and you're making a ton of outbound calls and you're caught up in this. Cool. That's a lot of information. Short amount of time. Thank you, Tina. So master.com, M-A-S-T-O-R.com. You can ask for Tina, Jeremy, Brian. uh, This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Break right back. Here's the news. 335 DGS. Happy Wednesday. Dave Murray joins us. Uh, special day. It is the Yay. winter forecast. Very exciting. <laughs> you know, they're, I mean, they're all important. They're all intriguing for different reasons. No, this is the big one. This, this is, is the big the, one. This is it. Yeah, yeah. this is the big this, one. This is what started it all. Many, many, many years ago, it was the winter forecast was the first one. And it was designed, it's going to sound really weird, it was designed to take uh, on the 9 o'clock news, you know, your ratings are divided up by 9 to 9.30, 9.30 to 10. And it was designed to take the 9.30 to 10 o'clock out of the rating period. Hmm. That was, I was taking a sword. I was falling on the sword for the nine o'clock news. Wow. And, uh, and that lasted, uh, I think it lasted three long range forecasts. And they said, this is crazy. This needs to go back into the rating period. How about uh, that? Because it was doing so well. Uh, that it was beating, most of the time in the 9.30 to 10, we were the number one show in St. Louis. Uh, outdoing all prime time. Has uh, modern technology, since you did your first one, changed the way you do it? Nope. Nope. Not at all. I mean, there's some new information that comes in, but, uh, you know, the, the, what I, my master plan is about the same, what's in my head and how I do it. Gotcha. How was this one in particular? Was it especially thorny or especially? The, oh, yeah. Yes. 
This one, um, you you want to do the short term forecast first, and yeah. then get into yeah, it. Or, let's do it. Okay, but let's go back to that thought. Uh, still warm tomorrow, sixty nine degrees. We're ahead of a front. Front comes through Thursday night. Lots of clouds, maybe a sprinkle. That's probably about it. Fifty two. So the cold air doesn't come rolling in like a rocket ship. Friday morning clouds, maybe a sprinkle or a light shower, then partly sunny. A little breezy, 59 for the high on Friday. Nothing extremely cold, but it will be colder, down to 28 Friday night. Saturday and Sunday, sunny and in the mid to upper 50s. Looks like we have a shot of rain Monday and Tuesday and a little longer range. Thanksgiving looks like colder weather will be settling in on Wednesday. Nothing extreme, but colder. Thanksgiving will be kind of chilly and then even colder air coming in Friday and Thanksgiving weekend. Okay. So uh, back to that thought about this one being especially tricky. Yeah, this one, every absolutely every single turn that I took with an idea of, of where I was going with the winter forecast, there was a fork in the road. You could go this way or you could go a total opposite way. Every single decision that had to be made had that fork in the road. That That's not real. Uh, let's, let's just say it's a little unsettling for mm-hmm. me, but mm-hmm. you know, you have to fight your way through it. And the reason for it is this is an El Nino winter. El Nino is a warming of the Pacific ocean. The problem is the Pacific ocean is warm to begin with. So even though it is an El Nino pattern, the overall base is a La Nina base. So it, it's kind of a reaction, not a cause. So I think El Nino will, will greet us with the start of winter and then I think it weakens and doesn't completely fall apart, but it, it's what we call a Modokai El Nino, and that means similar but different. It's a Japanese word. That's the, the translation to that. That's not fun either. Man. <laughs> I'm, I'm stressed out already. I am too. <laughs> okay, let's do All it. All right, let's do it. December. December will continue to see the crazy seesaw weather pattern of temperatures that we've we've gone through it in October. We've gone through it in November, uh, but uh, we'll have a couple of cold shots in December, but not a lot. Winter will not be in control. So there, there's going to be a lot of cold air over the upper Midwest, the Great Lakes and the Northeast, but not over us. The deep cold should stay away. So thinking when we add up the month, temperatures will be above average too much mild air for the core of the month, not enough long-lasting cold to overcome the mild surges I'm expecting. Records, December records are intense. They're really tough to beat. Uh, not expecting any huge cold, so no records high or lows. One thing to point out, there will be a ton of cold air building up in Canada and a developing snowpack. And that cold is going to try to release our way at times, but I don't think it ever really gets here. Coldest will be across the northern plains, the upper Midwest, Great Lakes, and the northeast. So we're kind of right on the edge of that. Moisture is going to be interesting. We always play with the atmospheric battle of the northern and the southern streams, the jet streams, and the storm tracks this time of year. Northern track, the Alberta Clipper flow, and the southern track, which brings the tricky southwest storms. Both flows are in play, but I don't see any big-time punches from either one of them. So I'm thinking rainfall and snowfall will be below average when we look at the entire month. So we also do the Christmas forecast, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Will it be a white or a green Christmas? You can kind of tell by what I just gave you for December. Christmas 2023. 
a green Christmas across St. Louis. But of course, we always keep the faith. Um, much snow at all pre Christmas? No, I, don't, I don't. I don't see much at all. Wow. I really don't. Don't see much yes. at all. Things to look for in December because we can't forget that the great horned owls begin courting. You can hear them, especially the males. Check out the sky. Easy to spot the winter constellation Orion. It's mm. always kind of neat to see. And the bald eagles start to arrive in fairly good numbers in December. Rachel, did you ever see bald eagles where you lived? Oh, yeah. They're all over the place in Grafton. In fact, it's, yeah, that's it's, the place. It's quite annoying, actually, if you take the river road because people will park in the middle of the lane to try to catch a glimpse of the bald eagles. The only time I saw one was taking the ferry mm-hmm. and it was on an ice block. Yeah. And I was oh, like, that's neat. holy hell. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Those are the greatest. Take the ferries across the rivers. That's awesome. I love that. Okay. Any time of year. So uh, warmish, <laughs> not much snow. December, how about January? Yeah, and not much rain either. That's kind of important. Okay, January. Thinking El Nino starts to change and weaken in the month of January. So it goes back to that this is not our typical El Nino. More temperature swings, but thinking this is a transition month, that steps a little deeper into the winter season. Second half of the month looks like it's going to be cold and signs it could be very cold. January thaw, that is typically the third week of the month of January. That's by the true definition. And if I go with the true definition, there should not be a January thaw because I'm thinking it will be rather cold the last two weeks of the month. So if we see warm weather, which could be kind of called the January thaw, it'd be in the first two weeks. Uh, The bitter cold air, the really Arctic cold air is going to stay primarily to our north again, northeast, northern plains, Great Lakes, Ohio Valley, that kind of thing. Records, again, the powerful cold stays to our north and northeast. Records will be very hard to break. But because I am expecting some cold weather by the the last two weeks of the month, there could be one or two record cold overnight temperatures in place. Core storm track. For the first two weeks, we'll be well to our north, keeping moisture and the cold away. But things get interesting the second half of the month. Southern storm track will come alive with the cold air getting closer and closer. However, I'm thinking the focus of the storm track is going to be from Texas through the Ohio Valley to the eastern Great Lakes and over the northeast. That track keeps us mainly away from the core moisture in the atmosphere and in a cold and mainly dry air mass. Rainfall will be below average again in the month of January. Snowfall will also be below average. I am expecting a little more in the way of snow for the last two weeks of the month. And any little shift of that southern storm track, southern and eastern storm track, could squeeze a little more in the way of ice and snow our way. I don't want to give a lot of hope here, but no tears yet for the snow bunnies. There's a shot anyway the last two weeks of the month. Things to look for, look for the red-tailed hawks perched on the highways. They're looking for food. Watch for chickadees feeding up and down the trees. And beavers begin breeding in the month of January. And, of course, we all know what the chickadees say, right? Well, hello there, my little chickadee. That's a new one. I didn't know that. <laughs> I know that. I don't know, <laughs> Just chick- for you. I don't know what a chickadee looks like. It's a, it's a tiny little black and grayish bird. Okay. You, you can't miss them, and they have a very distinct sound, and that comes into play in February. Dave, to what degree do the birds get out of town here during the winter? It depends on the birds. Uh, You know, a lot of them have already migrated. 
they've gone, they're going to where they're going. Uh, people are always concerned about the robins mm -hmm. in the area. There are two sets of robins, one that will migrate, the other ones will stay in the St. Louis area. So they, they can winter out. And I've always kind of looked at it. Those are the robins who are coming in from Minnesota and the Great mm. Plains. Yeah. Hey, you know, St. Louis looks fine Not too here. bad. Okay, now for my least favorite uh, month of the year, February. And that will uh, come right into play. This February, all about winter, active storm track, lots and lots of cold air. This is the prime month of, month of the winter season compared to December and January. Let's think with the cold, below average temperatures and some record low temperatures are possible at night. Though, again, records in the winter are really tough to come by. As for moisture, northern storm track will push one, maybe two clipper systems our way, reinforcing the cold air, but they will have very little moisture with it. Each one could bring a little light snow. That, that's not really important. Southern track will be very active. Powder that developed the last half of January, the main track, central Texas, eastern Great Lakes, upstate New York and New England. But let's look for two to three southern storm systems will be on the edge of the moisture as the cold, dry air tries to keep solid control all month long. But the western edge of this active track will nick us with ice and snow and thinking more snow than ice, but it would bring wintertime moisture. Rainfall will be below average and maybe well below average. Snowfall, I do think we will have some but I also think the numbers will be below average. For the winter, the season, of course, the snow season runs into early April, but for the three months of winter thinking, snowfall will be below average, probably 10 inches or less. Average is 16 to 17 mm. inches, but one or two systems, just like I mentioned in January, if they shove a little more to the west, that could increase that number. But, um, you know, snow bunnies, I could see their tears already. Yeah. They're going, oh. Wheels is happy. Okay. He hates snow. <laughs> no, he Celebrating. Does. Me too. Celebrating. Right, think, things to look for in February. The red flower buds of the silver maples begin to swell in the first warm spell. Chickadees begin to sing. That's the first bird song of the year. And look for robins returning in large flocks in the month of February. Dave, where do people find your forecast after this? It will be up in about five, ten minutes or so on Facebook. And just search Dave Murray's weather. Cool, buddy. Well done, as always. Thank you. All righty. Our buddy Greg Warren is going to be at the Funny Bone this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. He'll be here at the top of the hour to hang out and have fun with us. Uh, the only way to see the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, one of my very favorite Charlie Browns, is to go to Apple Plus, which you can do for free, even if you don't have Apple Plus, this Saturday and Sunday. Where is that in your pantheon of holiday shows? Mm, I, I actually don't really enjoy the Peanuts Thanksgiving too much. What about it? Wow. I don't know. Um, I just, I've only seen it a couple of times and it just doesn't hit the same as like the Great Pumpkin or Christmas for me. So I always loved the popcorn and the buttered toast and the jelly beans. Like mm -hmm. that just seemed like the ultimate Thanksgiving. Yeah. They're all a little dark though. I hate them. Do you? You do. First of all, when I was a kid, I did not. But like if, when my kid was young and we watched it, I was like, this is so boring. I like Snoopy, though. You prefer the Garfield Thanksgiving, of course. I don't even know that goes that's with, a thing, but I probably would because it wouldn't be a bunch of mopey kids. It's pretty good. It's not as good as the Garfield Halloween. Speaking or of dark. <laughs> Can we just have the Snoopy man. show? Would that be enough? I mean, just the Snoopy show. I'd be happy with that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 